0: Hey guys, welcome to our first Tarot Talk and Astrology Update episode. Yay, I love it, I love it, I love it. March is crazy. Z. That's
1: all I'm saying. March 2023, for those of you who are like, what year are they talking about?
0: (laughs) Every year is crazy for me. Anyway, happy birthday, Pisces. Hey, Pisces. What's up? What's up? Aries, now you need to be just a little bit patient. We know you have a place at the head of the table towards the end of the month. You know, I love Pisces people, Holly. They're always really creative. I know. I'm
1: I'm dating one. They're aw, they're musical and passionate. Yes,
0: (laughs) yes. Everyone I know that's a Pisces. They're just so likable. They are very likable people. Anyway, Pisces, you're going to be in a month of good love vibes. Oh, good. Some of you will find love flourishing with a current partner, or find (laughs) or find new love this month if single. Others will be surprised that a friend will lend their support going way beyond the norm to help your career or project that is near and dear to your heart. Hmm. Other Pisces may finally decide to love themselves and transform their relationships by cutting them loose and saying goodbye. No. If you are (laughs) if you are having issues though in your relationships, then they might actually get better after the 20th of March when the fighting and everything calms down after Mars moves into cancer. Mm. Pisces, money-wise, you'll need to be cautious making some financial changes in your spending habits, but that is going to allow you to funnel the money into items or goals that really will be a return on your investment in the future. So that's it for Pisces. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Pisces. Yes. Now for the rest of us, let's talk about crazy March <laughs> <laughs> that <would be> great. <laughs> and what we can expect. Oh boy! So, you know, the big news is that everything in the sky is going direct. This is really rare. All planets are in forward motion, which, you know, Mars and Mercury were in retrograde at the beginning of 2023. So... That can be a bit stale. It can feel like you're stuck. Um, and in February, we started to feel the forward momentum. I, I think the world news was off the charts. You know, we could not go by a single day without whiplash at some major news events that were being announced. And I want to specifically talk today about the critical degrees in astrology. Some of you may have heard of the term the anoretic degree. I have not. It's not anorexic. What is, what is that, girl? You're not starving yourself. It's called the anoretic degree. It's when planets reach their 29th degree. It's considered a crises point. Oh, geez. Yes, the energy <laughs> of that planet and the themes or characteristics it represents are strengthened. So this month, both Saturn and Pluto are in the critical place of 29 degrees. That means you will all feel these two planets energies specifically where these planets are positioned in your astrology chart. And if you don't know, you can always go online, just type in free astrology birth chart. Um, and there are so many websites that offer you a free report. So just go there, look where you have Saturn and Pluto or where you have any planets at 29 degrees. Um, and these will tell you what's, um, the effects of what's happening and where in your chart. I'm also going to link in our credits, a document that summarizes for each sign, kind of where Saturn and Pluto's influence is going to be. Oh, so if you cool. don't want to do all that research, I will have that there for you, but it's just too long. And I hate listening to other people's stuff. It's yeah. like, come on, get to my sign, right. come on, right. hurry up. You yeah, know? yeah, So you can just go and look at that and tell me what you think and get prepared. Cool. for the for the crazy. That's great. So Saturn and Pluto, let's talk about this. Nobody really likes these two planets. Astrologers call them malefic planets. So they're not jumping up and down with joy like they would with Jupiter or another planet like Venus in the 29th degree. Saturn, I would describe him as having the personality of a grumpy old man or father figure. He's like your dad who turns up at your party You know, turns off the music, turns on the light, and tells everybody to go home. (laughs) That kind of guy. Okay. Saturn rules Capricorn and Aquarius, and he brings life lessons. So if you have your Saturn in your 10th or 11th house, that's really good for you because Saturn loves those two houses. Saturn uh, delivers karma, it reminds us of responsibilities, restriction, it helps us establish boundaries where we need them and commitments through contracts. Pluto now, which is entering Aquarius, will be here for a couple of decades. Emotionally, this planet brings the fear. It is known as the planet of death, destruction, and rebirth. Am wow. I bringing the Nostradamus vibe yeah, right now? I
1: guess you are.
0: Sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> I really love the fact that last time Pluto entered Aquarius 225 years ago, we had the creation of some of our greatest pieces of classical music. Really? What are you doing, Holly?
1: Well, I'm sorry. I'm listening to you. But as you're talking, I'm looking through my notes from my astrology reading. Yes.
0: Um, you just had a Vedic astrology I did reading. have
1: it in a Vedic astrology mm-hmm. reading. And um, I wanted to see... Uh, I was couldn't remember if it was Neptune or Pluto she was talking about, but she told, told me about Neptune, it looks like. So continue.
0: Continue, I shall. So really this planet is like a giant wrecking ball to shake up things that need transformation. Its job is to take away your sense of safety by cutting away your old beliefs, making you embrace the future even if you go screaming and kicking. But since this is a creative year, Pluto can act as your muse. Bringing many to channel their emotions into other art or near to the heart projects. The best way to understand what is happening is that the old structure of our daily life is transforming to a new era. The end of February and March are setting the stage for this new era. And we've, you know, we've all been going through transformation now for several years. Yeah, I agree. Right. I mean, yeah. everybody can feel that. Yes. You can handle this period though by knowing ultimately at the end of everything that seems like, you know, the end of the world, so much will be better than it is before. The important thing to know is that leadership in general is changing. Saturn in Pisces will bring a different style of authority. Saturn is going to bring clarity to issues we are confused about, specifically news about hydro-political issues. This involves water rights, waterways, flooding, creating safety rules and boundaries around water. Mm. What I really love about Saturn is it can bring the foundation or structure of our dreamy ideas. And that is such a good thing when your projects now have legs and are a tangible thing, not just an idea you've been mulling over in your head. Mm. Many people who have been very hard at work will see gifts from Saturn in March. Usually, you know, we think of Jupiter That planet bringing us gifts because it's the giver of expansion and wealth. Uh But Saturn also can be that planet if you've been disciplined. Okay. So Pluto now entering the sign of Aquarius end of March. It rules the house of Scorpio. And many astrologers feel these characteristics will usher in greater use of AI technology. Aquarius rules robotics, electricity, and space. Remember, its symbol is the water bearer, which is a conductor for energy, right? Water conducts energy. Uh So the end of March, it's apparent, we're not in Kansas anymore, and there's no way to go back unless we all are in collective agreement and willing to smash it down, sacrificing our dependencies on these technologies. But I think, personally, that period and opportunity has passed. The future is already here. So that is the basic arcing theme for March. Mars moves into Cancer the end of March around the 25th, and it will handicap the effects of Mars. So a lot of people really are scared of Mars because Mars is a really big, energetic, warlike planet. It's very masculine in its nature. Mm -hmm. But Cancer is all about the home. And so when Mars moves into Cancer, it kind of debilitates its energy. So instead of a going out and conquering type war energy, it's really all about turning... Inward, into our own nation, our own city, our own neighborhood, our local needs of protection. Protection is what I think. Um, protection
1: from what, Carol?
0: Yeah, I, I think that's just it. And and this AI technology, uh, you know, if, he, if you think about 300 years ago, Rick Lev- Levine, I think he's a famous astrologer. Uh-huh. He was kind of comparing it to people like if you were trying to explain our world to people 300 years ago, uh-huh. they'd be terrified. They'd be like, that sounds like an awful life. Mm. Having to stare at a box yeah. all day long yeah. and communicate with people and yeah. do all your work through a box. Yeah. A lighted. Yeah. It you know, seems weird they would be like that is an awful life why
1: would you use a box when you've got a perfectly
0: good typewriter (laughs) yeah or you know why that sounds terrible you can write
1: a letter with a quill pen
0: what do you mean your boss can get a hold of you at 2 a.m in the morning okay and on the weekends you know he doesn't need a horse so it's weird it's really just realizing that whether we like it or not we're moving forward this is here to stay Unless a big AMP happens and we're all just are set back 300 years, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So yeah, guys go to the link, get a free uh, birth certificate, not a birth certificate, an astrology birth birth chart,
1: birth chart, chart. but then they need to have it interpreted for them. Right.
0: Yep. And then look at your um, summaries that I've given in that document. So that will help you uh, with that.
1: Cool. That's very interesting, Carol. Thank you so much. You're welcome.
0: So what are we going to do the tarot on today?
1: Well, um, gosh. Okay. I was just thinking, Carol, that everything you just talked about, how we're going to be protecting our own home or being more involved in protecting our own home. I'm like, what would we be needing to protect ourselves from and of course, right now we're recording this and it's mid February and all of these crazy Aliens. stories are coming out <laughs> about objects being shot down out of the skies. I know. Above the United States and Canada. Uh, started off with a weather balloon and now we've got some other objects that they don't know what they are, blah, blah, blah. So I'm wondering if maybe we should do the tarot on what's happening in our yeah. skies right now. I would love that. And because that would be a nice compliment to your astrological oh, update. You.
0: I think that's a great idea. And I, I know news can change so fast, right? By the time this
1: comes out, maybe we'll have even more the answers. Yeah. Who but, knows?
0: But let's uh, do the cards because either way it will tell us if the cards are picking up that uh, yeah. news and, and can tell us anything or if it's not willing to give us the answers. Right. That sometimes happens. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Let's do it. All right, we'll be right back. I guess I'll go first. Okay, you go first. All
1: right. While I'm using the zombie tarot. How fitting. Right. I thought it was a good one for uh, asking if we're safe in our skies and that sort of the thing. The zombie a- apocalypse. So here's what I got. I got the Queen of Swords. I got the Nine of Cups and I got the Page of Swords and a clarifying card, the Three of Cups. Weird, right? Part-tay. Yeah, Yeah. So I think that with the Queen of Swords where we start off is there is a automatic assumption to be defensive that we need to be uh, on the lookout for any kind of threat of danger. And so there's an it's uh, just looking at the facts and we don't really know what's going on, so we're arming ourselves. And and this card I'm looking at from the zombie tarot it's a grandma sitting in her easy chair with a looks like a automatic semi-automatic machine gun or some kind of Gosh. weapon in her. Like she's <laughs> armed and ready to. And oh, then there's grandma. a uh, part of a foot sitting next to her. Anyway, um, basically just be defended and ready to see what's going on, which probably represents the shooting down of the objects would yeah. be my
0: guess. She, sh- she's uh, guarding her home. She is
1: yeah. just like your astrological update said uh-huh. we would be doing. Then I have the nine of cups, which is interesting. Um, it's a woman wrapped in a blanket. She's holding a rifle. She's looking out her window at a gorgeous Hawaiian tropical setting on a beach water, sand, that type of thing. And mm-hmm. the Nine of Cups is typically a card of peace, happiness, dreams coming true, rewards, presence, things manifesting for you. So my sense is we're defensive. We don't know what this is, but the Nine of Cups is like, it's going to be okay. Yeah, Don't worry. It's going to be okay. Uh, this is going to help. You're going to feel better. Perhaps there's something that's going to be gifted to you. Perhaps these objects are here as a gift to you or um, you're maybe safer than you realize you are. Um, But there's some kind of it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Um, You are lucky and you have a lot of wonderful things on this planet that you should be grateful for. Um, So just, you know, take comfort in that because everything's okay. Mm -hmm. And whatever is going on up in the skies um, is not necessarily a threat. Okay. Okay. Then I got the Page of Swords, which to me means there's going to be a lot of questions, a lot of inquisitiveness, Mm -hmm. a lot of investigation, collecting of information, trying to find out more information. What is really going on? Probably a lot of internet sleuths, probably. uh, And because it's a Page of Swords, a lot of young people are going to be looking into this. A lot of questions asked a lot of interest in the in the public as to what's really going on so i think there's going to be a lot of, of information gathered and maybe reported on because you know the last couple of years they finally have come out and said oh yeah there are things in the sky and we don't know what they are and and, and we should all be informed as to what we're dealing with. And so then the clarifying card that I get, the Three of Cups, shows that we're going to be marrying the aliens. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we yeah. were part
0: of the hybrid program. Yeah, we are
1: part of the hybrid program. It turns out
0: we're going <laughs> to. What
1: did you get, the Three of Cups? Three of Cups. Three's a crowd. Three's yeah. a crowd. That basically means social engagement. That yeah. means coming together and um, learning about one another. Now, I don't know. I'm not saying it's aliens, <laughs> but I think we will get more information that will be educational to us about what's really going on and what kind of technology is out there. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to be building um, better relationships, maybe with neighbors, maybe with our fellow cities, maybe with fellow countries that we're going to be bonding with people at this time and really finding out more information and and really um Connecting better with one another as we haven't been doing the last couple of years. I think people will overcome their issues and reconnect. I think the fear of this is going to perhaps get maybe Mm -hmm. build a bit, but it's going to be okay in the end. And we're going to come back together after it's all over, after we get the rest of the information.
0: All right. I like your reading. Okay. Mine, I did, um, I, I think I drew more cards than you just because I was wanting to see the full story of what is happening and I had a hard time interpreting it. For me, the tarot cards is all all about getting in touch with your higher intuition and it really helps when somebody's sitting across the table from you, handling the cards, especially if it's a personal question. They're infusing the tarot with their own energy. We don't have that ability when we're reading about outside events or world events. Yeah. And so in these cases, you know, we really are just going by the meaning of the card. Right. Really. Right. Um, And the meaning of the card really does change in light of the cards next to it. Yes. Um, So you can interpret them in different ways. Mm -hmm. I got the six of wands um, as my first card, which is a card of victory. I do believe we are being victorious, shooting down all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, so good, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, when we're recording this, we're in February, so yeah. things might have changed. The moon is interesting because the moon can represent being deceived. And the moon is your second um, card. Yeah, the moon card can can denote um, kind of illusions, kind of being misled. Maybe they're not telling us everything don't about what they're the finding. Yeah. Some, some people in the conspiracy type network believe this could be even, you know, using technology called blue beam to distract us from other things that are going on. I mean, at this point, we don't know. But the moon also controls the tides of the ocean. And um, we know that that's a theme with um, March this year, uh, water yes. is featured. Yes. And my next card is the five of cups, which is an emotional card. It is sadness. We are grieving over something. It's some news we're finding out. Maybe we're sad that um, there's something wrong with our oceans. But the good news is that the sun is following the moon. And so what that means is it's shining light, it's bringing light on issues that we need to fix. So maybe with this technology, we actually get to fix something about our planet that needs fixing. And that can be a really good thing. The Page of Wands is all about discovery. It's all about finding something new, and that's my next card, the Page of Wands. Mm-hmm. And then we end with the Knight of Cups, and I want you to notice the figure on the card. Oh, it's a dolphin. It's a dolphin, yeah. I'm using the Anima Mundi Tarot by Megan wireweeden What a crazy name. That's awesome. <laughs> so the dolphin also is a highly intelligent animal and cups is a water Mm -hmm. and you you, you've seen cocoon where the whales have a special communication with aliens and the pods and all that yeah yeah. it kind of makes me think of that like are they the ones calling forth these pods to help fix their oceans or their environment i don't know it's very mystical and magical yeah i love what the cards are saying i don't see that we're all dying here so that's good that's good news um and yeah, we'll just um, see if any of these cards have hit an area in the next couple months or weeks uh, regarding aliens. But yeah, if and it again, is an invasion, it's a, I believe it's an invasion to ultimately fix something or protect us from ourselves. That could be that could be um yeah because in my nine of cups card
1: um i tend to i know that what all the cards mean but i also like to look at the imagery quite a bit and in this one it shows someone who is hunkered down in their house, but they're looking out and they're noticing that things are good outside. So perhaps we are sheltering in place, but that's because something outside is getting fixed, like you said.
0: Yeah. And
1: again, she's looking over the water and you have a lot of water in the cards that you pulled. Mm -hmm. And you just said that astrology will deal a lot with water this time.
0: I think it will. Right now,
1: the period we're in is a high water situation, water rights, flooding, oceans, that Mm -hmm. type of thing. So yeah, I mean, it could be that we are feeling like we're under attack, but we're really not. We, we're going to shelter in place, like you said, in the astrology. We're going to find out inf- more information and we're going to come out from hiding because in my page of swords, that's what it, this kind of looks like to me, coming out from hiding. And then three of cups, we're going to all get married and have fun Woo-hoo! and <laughs> celebrate. We're, we're going to celebrate because the three of yeah. cups is a card of celebration.
0: I, and, you know, it's it's funny because the moon can hide things. It, we might not be getting all of the information of what's right. happening. Right. And I do think you can shelter in your in your own fears and caution. You don't have to do it physically. So right. it might not. It might be that we're still going about our daily life and just trusting that the powers that be have it handled uh, whatever's going on. Yeah. I mean, we really don't have much control over it. Right. I think the only control we really have, Holly, is collectively coming together and creating the world we want energetically. Right. And if we're energetically saying no, any intervention, any outside influence is going to be for our benefit, not for, you know, wiping out humanity, we can create that, hopefully, yeah. if enough of us come together. So. Yeah, I agree. So well, what's our other question? We're so do? we've
1: talked about yep. on the show at the end of last year, we talked about the horrific case in Idaho. That's right. Um, the four college kids that were murdered. murdered and uh, we did a reading on that. And I think what we had said was that um, we did believe it was a single male who had done the horrific act of murdering these four kids. And uh, we thought, though, at the time, that uh, it was one person was the intended victim, and we thought that um, he was going to turn himself in. And since that all went down... We thought he would. Yeah, we thought that we both got kind of that idea from Martero. And um, since that happened, uh, he did not turn himself in. They did arrest somebody um, who had not... Um, confessed or is even saying he did not do it Um, so they have somebody in custody now Brian Koberger and I know that Carol you did a lot of information um, on him with his birth date to find out more information astrologically but I thought what we should do, because we've heard little rumors here and there that perhaps he's being set up by somebody. Perhaps he didn't do this alone, that maybe he had to help an with somebody else, an
0: accomplice. Yeah, one of his um, supposed family members came on and said, look, I hate you guys accusing, you know, one yeah. of my family members. He was set up by the security guard. Right. He didn't do that. He was framed, blah, right. blah, blah. And... You know, there might be some truth to that, but we don't know. We don't know. So we thought we would ask
1: the tarot, um, let's see, what would be the best question? Uh, Did he act alone? Did he act alone? And if we get, you know, if we get a no card, then maybe we can ask
0: more about was he set up or something.
1: Yeah. Okay. So why don't you tell us what you found about
0: his birth chart? When you try and find his birth chart, nobody has the exact birth time. Right. So... It's really important when you pull a birth chart that you have that because really even by five minutes, it could be changing a lot of aspects featured in the birth chart. So what I did find are just general um, thoughts about the slower moving planets of his personality and thought process. So I will speak to that. And I have to say, anyone's birth chart is public information that can be viewed and analyzed. So I don't feel like I'm invading in his privacy. Um, I am going to state a disclaimer here that this chart cannot prove innocence or guilt. Okay, It's merely a snapshot of his possible mental state and personality, especially um, in this case, because it's not specific enough. So, all right, let's get to it. Okay. All right. Off the bat. I noticed he was a Scorpio. Oh,
1: gosh, he's a man of mystery. <laughs> uh-huh,
0: then. obsessive, jealous, passionate Scorpio. Yeah, was Am I only speaking to the negative <laughs> sides of Scorpio? <laughs> well, sorry, aren't they Scorpio? also supposed
1: to be super sexy? I like, think Like they so. have a sexual appeal vibe to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't you hear like Kober now has like a fan that like loves him? Oh my God. He's so, like, totally is like in love with him. Oh, There's boy. always serial killers. Yeah, that ad- groupies or murders that attract so that attractive personality that you murder type. people for so it's just weird. so cool. <laughs> Jeez. So if we want to see about violent crime and murder, usually Mars, the planet Mars in a chart will have influence. So that's the first planet you want to analyze in the chart. Okay. So Koberger's Mars is in Leo at 24 degrees and is in a square with Scorpio. Mars is the natural ruler of Scorpio. So the evening of the murders, his chart was showing his Mars in Gemini, which forms an exact sectile. Um, and that what that does is it amplifies the qualities of Mars. And we've already talked about how Mars is a very aggressive planet. Huh. Um, it's hot headed. It's very masculine. Um, it's usually rules violence, right? Yeah. So the modern day ruler of Scorpio is Pluto. It hasn't always been um, featured in astrology, um, but it's become a, a major player in the modern day. It's been in aspect to his natal Mars. So it's also influencing it. And Jupiter is in the critical degree of 29. We talked about that critical point of 29 degree planets. And his Venus is in the house of Scorpio. And he has Saturn in Pisces. And this all may point to things getting out of control. Jupiter usually makes things go bigger or it amplifies things. And so that is interesting because that was all in play at the time of the murders. Okay. So astrologer Colin Rosati, um, who calls himself Sunny at Sunnyside Astrology, realized a very interesting thing with his chart. Hmm. Brian was born just a couple of days after a lunar eclipse in Scorpio and Taurus. These murders in Idaho happened a few days after the exact same lunar eclipse configuration of Scorpio and Taurus at the time of his birth. So we know with lunar eclipses, um, the moon's influences can last several days and weeks surrounding the event. Um, But it's a really eerie coincidence, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. This tells me there was a complete crisis of his identity, which makes sense being accused of this crime. Oh, yeah. So I have linked the sources where I'm summarizing these key points um, that the astrologers are making about his chart in our credits. Um, So you can look there or view some of the um, videos that they have made. Now, Brian has Mercury retrograde. Um, and it was in that place when he was arrested. Astrologically speaking, that's not a good place. It usually means accusations will not stick. Really? In many circumstances, a Mercury retrograde during a trial would mean a mistrial or having to postpone the trial. Now, I do know they pushed out some things in the distance. So maybe that's all that means. But in some cases, it does mean getting away with a crime. So I was surprised that um, his arrest stuck. You know, that they they did have enough to arrest him. Unless
1: they find something went wrong in the arrest and they have to throw the whole thing out. Maybe.
0: But usually mercury retrograde is not a good thing to have when you're trying to arrest somebody for a crime. Shoot. Now, what you don't see in his chart is much tension. Was he training to be a serial killer or was he super triggered? I mean, some of these questions, you know, people are asking... Well, according to this chart, which is just basic, um, you don't see suicide expressed there or feelings of inadequacy at all. Somebody that's being tormented, you don't see that. His son is conjunct Pluto, so he does resonate with endings and pain and transformations of his identity and death. He has a stellium of many planets aligned in Scorpio. That means he just, a lot of planets are all in that house. And... That is the detective of the zodiac. It aligns really well with what his chosen career field was focused in. Forensics, yeah, psychology. It would denote a person that's really interested in spiritual things like the occult or uncovering the truth about mental illness, which is interesting. Mercury is conjunct the North Node. It is his calling and life purpose to communicate and have big ideas expressed on these topics. The negative side of Mercury, though, can make someone very egotistical and doing things in secret, which is interesting because, you know, he definitely was conducting surveys and doing things like that regarding figuring out the mind of a killer. Sure, But that is part of his program. He was ready to do a PhD in his school. Right, that's Um, right, that's right. And his chart shows that he does have problems with authority figures. He can't control his emotions in public. His Venus, though, is retrograde in Scorpio. That detects obsession in love matters. It also brings money issues. Saturn in his fourth house indicates complicated relationships with his family and needing financial security. So in growing up, there may have been an absent parent or there might have been too much restriction growing up with his parents. That could all be kind of playing into his... um, need for rebellion or asserting his own intellect right, right right so pluto was making aspect to his son earlier in the year so whatever triggered him if he is indeed the killer we don't know that but if pluto uh was in that aspect to his son whatever happened it the trigger was much earlier than when he acted okay. so it didn't happen and then a day later he acts on it right But he does not have a typical serial killer chart. Okay. From what everyone's seeing. Yeah. So, yes, we can tell there's stress in his relationships. Yeah. And he does have Mars transiting retrograde in the eighth house of death. Um, The eighth house usually um, depicts, you know, the darker subjects of death and transformation. So I guess you can say that means, you know, possibly he could go out and kill someone, but it definitely really doesn't point to being a mass killer. However, it mostly means, if you were just to look at it objectively and not know anything about this case, it would just mean that he does things in secret and really involves a lot of mental analysis in in these topics. You see, his chart just doesn't have a bunch of squares in it. There's just not a lot of tension build up, and maybe there will be other comments on seeing how this actually translates to murder. But usually, you would see a moon, like the moon squared, in someone who has psychological issues, making them do insane things. But when you look at Brian Koberger, he doesn't seem crazy. He seems like he can speak logically. He's not doing erratic things on a day-to-day basis. So I'm not sure. He is going through his North Node opposition right now. And usually when you're going through a North Node opposition, this brings a really bad time of events happening. And he is going through it. I would say this is a bad time for him. Yeah, I would think so too. (laughs) Probably as bad as it can get. As bad as it can get. And Jupiter makes things very big. It expands events. He has, by his chart, just looking at, he has the potential to be extremely famous.
1: Someone he is there. Like he is now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Someone who can be a leader in his field of death, forensics, um, the the topic of eighth house, you know, information like uncovering mysteries. He could be really um, just a super famous expert in his field. And he was on his way to being that. I mean, maybe his professor. Maybe he'll
1: solve this crime and he'll
0: figure out <laughs> it's not him and show them who it is. I think we're in for some real curveballs. I, I really oh, do. I think, I, I mean, it's hard to believe because, you know, there's just so much in that affidavit that points to him. But yeah. I mean, I, I think there's just so many twists and turns to this that it'll be a really interesting trial. And- you know, his North node, which is usually your soul's evolution. Um, it's in his 12th house. His calling is his 12th house. So as far as karma, it, it can be re- related to workaholism, him being a perfectionist. It can point to issues of the abandonment. His personality uh, would be trying to express health, but then secretly doing things that are not healthy at all. Okay. So um, that can mean like drug use. Studying criminology you know? and then committing a murder. <laughs> or, or just, you know, he had a drug addiction in the past, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Um, that came, came out. And his North Node, though, would help him avoid repeating those past mistakes if he could just place his trust in the unseen and listen to his gut instincts instead of approaching everything intellectually, using his reasonings and his ego Um, believing he's right about everything. And so he does have Mars in Leo, which does make people very aggressive and intense. So there are some elements here that could could point out to him being kind of um, taking matters into his own hand, especially if he could convince himself mentally that everything is in the name of research right or something like that so getting to the bottom of something of acting a certain way is that what you're saying maybe Mm -hmm. maybe um again this is just a snapshot of basic personality traits from his chart so please take everything with a grain of salt because he is innocent until proven guilty and like i said before we don't know his birth time so specifics are still a mystery right interesting
1: okay let's do the cards now let's do the cards um so do we want to ask,
0: did he act there, or accomplice? do we want to ask, did he do it? I think I'm more interested in probably an accomplice. Okay. If there's somebody else involved.
1: Okay. It was more than one person involved in these murders. Yeah. What let's we're find ask. out.
0: Okay. We'll be right back.
1: All okay. We're back. All, All right, right. I'll go first. You go first, Carol.
0: Uh, you know, I didn't see any... Um, Second person clearly depicted in this. I do have the Ace of Wands, which shows, you know, new information or Mm -hmm. energy, new, like something being revived in the Mm -hmm. case uh, coming out. That's um, probably going to throw a curveball. The Emperor is featured. Um, right and that could be his attorney i know she's female but it could mean i think that she's female or at
1: least the initial one was i don't know if that's still the case yeah and i somebody else i her.
0: think the attorney is going to be very good at creating um doubt with things and credibility to his story right and i think that is going to be enough to really throw a curveball. A- and this card, the Three of Wands, is just a waiting card. I think there's just waiting yeah. and waiting. To see how this is going to play out. Yeah, there's no um, specific energy of another person unless the emperor is another person but i think that i think that represents his attorney i think so it's somebody that makes more sense. in a leadership yeah. position who's strong
1: think... and not running from anything and yeah. is very educated mm-hmm. and, and is there to keep this guide ship. things on course yeah, right
0: sure. yeah now the shadow side of the emperor is somebody who is manipulating another person so i guess that is kind of a part of it but right. i with these other cards here i wouldn't State that, but the ten of pentacles is interesting. That is my clarifier. That means regardless of anything with the other person, there's a lot of money at stake. So, unfortunately, I think this trial is going to possibly create a book deal or a movie deal. A lot of money is going to be um, showered down. Showered down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I got. No clear answer on a second person for me.
1: Right. So for mine, I would agree with that. Um, I'm I actually switched uh, tarot decks and now using the Light Seer's Tarot by Chris Ann, uh, which is my favorite tarot deck. It has a lot of light and love. <laughs> it does it does. Um, I got the 10 of wands, the ace of swords, the sun, and strength. So here's my interpretation. Ten of Wands tends to be traditionally in the tarot a card of heavy burdens, like every the world is on your back, and quite literally in this case, uh, everyone everyone is is looking at him going, "You did this. You are the you person. are the person." Yeah. And yeah. um, I don't see evidence of a second person. in in my uh, in the Light Seers tarot, the Ten of Wands depicts this person. She's got an ox with her, and she's got all of her heavy load on the ox and they're leaving town and it's windy and cold out and you're kind of like okay maybe this person did split if there was a second person maybe they took off i don't know but, but i think um, it's
0: more the mental state
1: it's depicted. the mental state mm-hmm. of wanting to get out of here and not have to deal with this yeah absolutely right so that's the mental like burden and uh, of of being accused of this crime Ace of Swords, though, is a, an epiphany. New information. Yep. new. It's a big new information card. Information we didn't have before. It's an aha moment. Oh, my God. Something's been, light has been shed. Mm-hmm. And now I have new information. So this is maybe evidence. This is maybe clue. Maybe this is implication of another person. Yeah,
0: I kind of um, got that
1: too. Yeah, Something. that that absolutely breaks open here. And then it's followed by the sun, which tells me a lot of illumination over the rest of this. So perhaps they they will be bringing in somebody else.
0: It clearly brings things to clarity. Like I think at that, when you get a card like that, it basically says there is no doubt that now we see everything. We'll see
1: everything, and we'll know for sure one way or the other Mm -hmm. if this is somebody else who did it or he did it. Um, I also, my clarifying card was the strength card. So it's going to take all of this person's will to deal with either a prison sentence coming their way, or if they're released from prison, rebuilding their life or whatever it is. But there's definitely going to be new information that comes out that's going to illuminate this entire thing when we'll really know for sure if he's innocent or guilty. So stay tuned to your stay television Stay tuned and we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, that's it. That's our first episode of our tarot talk and astrological update. Yes. Updates. updates. Um, Astro updates. Astro updates. So yeah, if you guys uh, like that? Let us know. We are also doing tarot readings for, for our listeners or whoever else is interested. Uh, just go to firesidephantoms.com and you can see how you can reach out to us and get a reading. Um, that would be wonderful. And um, yeah, we will see you next week. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Bye.
0: As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are
1: ghosts and all dolls
0: are definitely haunted.
1: guys be sure to follow us on instagram our handle is at fireside phantoms if you have a spooky story you would like to share with us send it to fireside at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode